the college football experience, San Jose State Spartans 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by Patreon. Yes, our very own Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contest, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollars in uh, prizes, essentially to the winner. Uh, join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Yes, Parlay Play is a lead pipe lock for parlaying player props. Uh, go to parlayplay.io. Use the promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get the last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. And remember, as always, to let it ride. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Season preview episode. I'm excited to talk Sparty as I think, you know, Brent Brennan has done a great job with, uh, with this program, getting it up off the ground. And I think there's a lot of potential here. Uh, we're going to talk all about it, but before we do that, uh, you're probably wondering, Hey, who, who is yelling at you here? Well, uh, look, my name is Colby swinging dead to dad, AKA pick. Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Yes, talking Sparty. I mean, look, this is a program that I think uh, you know could really be a, a sleeping giant here. NIL opportunities. I know Brett Brennan. I was at Mountain West Media Day saying they they don't have any NIL opportunities. There's thriving business everywhere around there. They just gotta find those avenues. I'm excited to talk about it. I mean, quarterback. I mean, there's been some some look. Jack Elway, John Elway's dad used to coach here. I mean, this is a team. This is a program. I think of uh, you know some of the greats um, that have been here. Jeff Garcia, Steve Deberg. Uh, you know, just uh, I remember uh, what Mervin Fernandez. How about that pull? Dwight Lowry, cornerback for the Jets, and. Um, yeah, I mean Gil Bird. Look, it's it's been a good program, and you could argue that uh, hey, you know, well let's let's talk historically here because they've been playing football at San Jose State since 1892. Uh, shout out to that, and I really hope that they uh, get this thing continue to get this thing going. They had an undefeated season in 1932, which uh, once again. Please hit us up. We will deem you national champions there. You should lean it. They are uh, lean into that. They had an 11 and 1 season in 38. I'd have to dive into 38 and see uh, who the national championship uh, winner is, but arguably maybe a national championship there. Uh 1939, 13 and 0 season. Boom. National champions. They had another one loss season in 40. Another one loss season in 46. So you'd have to dive in there. And then uh uh, had some great years under Jack Elway. Had some great years under Lynn Styles and Claude Gilbert. Um, but recently, let's talk about it recently because uh, Mike McIntyre had an 11 win season in 2012. Uh, then after that, you know, couple couple bowl eligible seasons, and then 
things kind of fell apart. Brent Brennan comes in two and 11 in year one, one and 11 in year two, five and seven in year three, then seven and one during the COVID year, they win the mountain West. Uh, then in 2021, a little setback five and seven lost a lot of close games. And then last season, seven and four. Now they did, uh, or so, I think they went seven and five actually uh, they lost the uh, potato bowl, but uh, good bounce back season. Uh, you know, like I said, I got a chance to talk to Brent Brennan at uh, mountain West media day. Uh, I, I really like him. I think he's a, he, he seems like a damn good uh, football coach. And, and obviously he's a likable person. I want to root for this team. I think he's, he thinks his team can contend this year in the mountain West. And I think it's a very good hire. Uh, I'll put it like this. San Jose state's in a very good place. As long as he is the head football coach, I think. So going to be interesting to see what he can do this year. Uh, on Mount, uh, at Mountain West Media Day was uh, Chevin Cordiero as well, his starting quarterback. We're going to talk a lot about him because he, I believe, he was voted uh, while I was there uh, first team Mountain West quarterback. Uh, so you got him returning, former Hawaii Rainbow Warrior. Uh, so there's that, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I think uh, it, it this could really be a nice place. Um, there's a lot of talent, especially now that you have USC, UCLA heading off to the Big Ten, um, and then you have Stanford and Cal. Who knows where they they end up? I mean, maybe they end up in the Mountain West play at San Jose State. Who knows? Uh, but um, either way, I think San Jose State, you know, Fresno State, San Diego State are in a good spot moving forward. Um, so anyway, let's let's continue uh, on this journey. We're going to talk. By the way, I got Michael Barker stopping by later to talk about his experiences to old San Jose, California, uh, catching Spartan football games there. Um, but bef- at at Spartan Stadium, where they call it something else now, but we call it Spartan Stadium. But uh, look, before we get all that, look, we're going to talk offense, defense, special teams, and how that will look going into the 2023 season. Uh, we'll also talk about the transfer portal. Obviously, it's such a huge factor today in college football, uh, with the exception to the service academies in Clemson. Um, we're going to dive into those things, and uh, we'll also go game by game on the schedule. Dundee's rocking solo today, but not a problem. But look, sometimes you got to do it. Dog days of summer. I love talking uh, college football. All these teams. Make sure you check out. Uh, by the way, all 133 team previews. We go every single team in college football has a solo podcast in the FBS. Uh, so subscribe, tell a friend, hopefully you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also remember I host the college basketball experience. Tim miles doing a great job with the San Jose Spartans, uh, San Jose state Spartans, a basketball program, excited the mountain West in general loaded when it comes to basketball, college basketball and college football, love what this conference has moving forward. And uh, yeah, so, all right, look, we're going to talk all that good stuff. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Uh, and the college baseball experience. I know San Jose state plays some solid baseball. You come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, but look, I want to tell you that this particular episode, the San Jose state Spartans 2023 season preview episode is brought to you by sports gambling podcast, Patreon. Yes. Sign up today for the Patreon to get uh, access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollars in first place. Uh, prizes essentially up for grabs. Uh, besides the season long contest, we're also going to have some weekly contests just for the patrons. Uh, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast. I mean, that'll be completely ad free, full of behind the scenes stories from SGP. And obviously we have some great stories, uh, you know, that, that we haven't necessarily told on air. Lenny, some Lenny Dykstra stories that might be entertaining. Mike Leach was a was a good friend of ours. Rest in peace to coach Leach. Uh, might have to, uh, might, might have to break out some of those stories. So get signed up. Uh, there's even a discord channel just for our patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. So do your part and sign up today. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. Rosso brought to you by game time. Look, uh, I don't know about you folks out there, but if you ever been to a game I, and I, I use this one, I was in Missoula, Montana doing some comedy and it dawned on me that they were playing. They were hosting the Eastern Washington Eagles and both were, you know, FCS top 10 teams. Uh, and I was like, Oh, I got to go to this game while I'm here since I'm going to be here. I got it. And everyone in the town 
was talking about this game. That if you haven't been to Missoula, the whole t- the whole town shuts down for football. It's fantastic. But I had a hard time getting tickets. I was checking all the the online places. I I couldn't find. This is like 10, 12, 13, 14 years ago. So uh, game time wasn't available then. All right, I couldn't find anything then. And I'm trying to scat. You know, I'm asking people at the bar. You got an extra ticket? I I end up you know finding a ticket, but paid way too much for a ticket there. Uh, and look, really. That's why you should check out Game Time. The Game Time app, absolutely fantastic. Also, uh, uh, GameTime.co because buying buying tickets to your favorite events should not be that stressful. All right, Game Time is is a fast and easy way to buy the tickets. You know, for all the sports, music, comedy, and and theater stuff near you. Uh, and they got killer deals on last minute tickets, and they have the best price guaranteed. You can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hype for the fun you'll be having at that very event. All right. And let me tell you, Game Time is the place for the last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. All right, Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, uh, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Uh, the Game Time guarantee means uh, you'll always have the best price too. If in fact, if you find tickets in the same section, and, you know, or the row uh, that for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Holy hell. Snag the tickets without the stress with the ga- with Game Time, you know. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use the code uh CFBX for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, I'm sorry. $20 off your first purchase, not 20% off. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code uh CFBX for $20 off. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And remember, as always, folks, too, let it ride. All right, we are back on the college football experience, San Jose State Spartans 2023 season preview episode. And uh, you know, you look back at a season ago, and I'm going to touch on the transfer portal a second. You know, for before, give me a second for the portal. I just want to key in on. You know, a couple of years ago, Brent Brennan won at Arkansas, went to SEC country and won in Fayetteville. Fantastic win for the San Jose State Spartan program. It almost happened again last year, week two, as they lost by just one score at Auburn on September 10th. Um, but out the gates, they started, uh, you know, a little shaky. That Portland State game was a lot closer than people realized. 21 17 win for San Jose State. Then week two was the Auburn game, lost by one score. They got a, they they then played Western Michigan, just destroyed them thirty four to six uh, in San Jose. Went up to Wyoming, put it on Craig Bowl and the Cowboys thirty three to sixteen. Then smacked UNLV forty to seven, and they boom, they're off to a four and one start, almost five and zero. Oh. Then they went to Fresno, California, and this was a good game. I remember watching this one. They lost by one score to the uh, eventual uh, Mountain West champions. Jeff Tedford in the Fresno State Bulldogs lost 17 10 and a good one there. Uh, and then uh, they had a game canceled. The New Mexico State game was canceled with uh, some issues uh, that, uh, regarding stuff uh, with the health of. Uh, there was just a, a terrible incident happened. Um, but so that game gets canceled. Then they, uh, they beat Nevada. Only by seven. Obviously, Nevada wasn't great. Ken Wilson's first year, but got it done. Uh, also, double-digit win against Colorado State and Jay Norvell. And then uh, they went down to the snapper in San Diego, and they lost by sixteen. Didn't see that coming. I, I thought it would be a lot closer of a game. Uh, and then they headed out to Logan, Utah, to take on Utah State. Lost a close one by four. Then they beat the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, and then the bowl game, the Idaho Potato Bowl. Eastern Michigan got the best of them. Seven and five season uh, for Sparty, but man, they were very close to being. Uh, you know, how many one score games? There three losses by one score game, so very close to being a ten in two football team. Uh, you know, and and uh, by the way, their wins they only had uh, two one score wins. That was Portland State, and Nevada. Didn't make a lot of sense. Like to, to clearly, probably looking past them. Perhaps because two of the they're two of the worst teams on their schedule. Um, either way, uh, I, I think that's a good season, and I think they can build on that. Let's talk about the uh, the transfer portal here. It plays such a huge role in college football in 2023, um, and and San Jose State can really be one that can benefit, or you know, 
sometimes the group of fives get plucked. You know, you saw, take a look at Fresno state, you know, uh, Evan Williams, all mountain West safety. Now at Oregon, uh, Kelly, their wide out heads out to Washington state. Uh, they're starting defensive lineman heads to the Buffaloes, Colorado. So, I mean, it's a perfect example. Uh, the corner goes to SMU and, and you know, so sometimes you get rated, but you have to stay going. So look at the Fresno. They went out and got Mikey Keene from UCF. I know this isn't a Fresno pod, but my point is it's just, you gotta, you gotta stay aggressive because you, some of your guys are going to get stolen. And uh, let's talk about what left San Jose first. They went out and they got Isaiah Ifansi, who who was a running back from Mountain from Montana State. You thought, oh, what a great get, but <laughs> come swooping in is the Cal Golden Bears, and Ifansi ends up with the Cal Golden Bears, so they they don't end up getting the the Montana State Bobcat, former Montana State State Bobcat running back. Uh, running back Keon Sims headed out in the portal. He hasn't landed anywhere yet, according to Twenty Four Seven Sports. Cornerback Ryan Nixon as well. Wide receiver Jermaine Braddock headed out to Portland State. Hey, Portland State got to scout him a year ago and said, "Hey, let me go join the Vikings in the Big Sky." Uh, wide receiver Terrence Laville in the portal didn't land anywhere. Cornerback uh, Mikael Greer landed at the Lumberjacks of Northern Arizona and Flagstaff. Not a huge loss, but this one is huge. Isaiah Hamilton, stud wide receiver. If you've watched him the past couple of years, very good. He ends up at Washington State. Washington State once again. They grab Kelly from Fresno, Hamilton from San Jose State. So this is a perfect example. They're doing a great job there in the portal. That's a tough loss for Sparty. Defensive lineman Grady Manley. No, I, I don't believe there's any real relation to uh, Dexter Manley, former uh, Washington Redskins defensive lineman. Uh, he's in the portal. Hasn't landed anywhere. Giovanni Harper at the safety spot heads out. He landed at Texas Southern in the FCS. Folks, subscribe to the FCS Gambling Podcast. I'm sorry, not the FCS, the FCS College Football Experience, because I host that show. Maybe, maybe some people are listening that are Cal Poly Mustang fans, or UC Davis or Sac State. Maybe even the Terreros of San Diego. We got you covered there at the FCS College Football Experience. Subscribe, but that's what they lost. You know what? I actually think that's not bad. I mean, if Fancy. You thought was going to be a nice piece to add some depth in the running back room. He wasn't going to start, I don't think. So, uh, yeah, you thought you were going to get him, didn't work out. But the rest go to like some FCS. Isaiah Hamilton's the big loss. That's the big loss. Circle that. But considering, I think they did a great job keeping players in San Jose. Now, incoming, they went out and they landed uh, Quail, or, or I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, uh, Quali. Uh, Conley, a running back from Utah Tech in the FCS. Uh, they also got Cal Poly cornerback Javion Cole coming in. A couple FCS transfers. Uh, how about this one? Four star transfer in the portal. Cornerback DJ Harvey coming in from Virginia Tech, the Hokies. It's a nice get for Brent Brennan. And then you got to love this one. Another four star transfer get according to 24 7 Sports. Quarterback Jay Butterfield from Oregon. Now, I know you have Chevin Cordiero, but depth, you never know. Cordiero gets out. He uses his legs a lot. You never know. I'm not wishing injury on the guy. If anything, when I got a chance to interview him, like one of my favorite players in college football, probably, um, but quarterback depth. And if you're thinking about tomorrow, he could be your next guy down the road here. Um, they also brought in kicker, Kyle uh, Halverson from the Hawaii rainbow warriors. Nice. Get their offensive tackle. Lakea Kapoy coming in from San Diego State. That one's big because you're hitting your own rival. One of your rivals saying, "Hey, no, we're 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 excited about this guy. We're gonna get him." Uh, also, got defensive lineman Caleb Paliki coming in from Missouri State. It was with Bobby Petrino, ro- aka Road Rash Face, and the Missouri State Bears in the FCS a season ago. All in all, I think I think they won the portal. Now. I think it's not a large win, but I think the fact, yes, you lose Hamilton, brutal loss. The Fonsi was going to add some running back depth, a little bit of a loss. That's it though. Really? You add, you add DJ Harvey, a four-star transfer. You add Jay Butterfield, a four-star transfer. You get a kicker in there. That might matter. An offensive tackle from San Diego state. And you add some SES transfers that could work out for you. I mean, look at Florida state last year with Jared verse comes in from Albany. No one heard of this guy. He was arguably the best player on Florida State last season. Some of those FCS transfers really, really work out. Cam Ward at Washington State. 
so I'm going to say slight win in the portal. The fact they were able to keep a lot of their guys there. Um, but yes. Uh, so let's talk about this offense and how it should look in 2023 because um, yeah, I think uh, the, the big thing here, let me rattle off these numbers to you, but uh, I, I really believe that the, uh, the offensive line will take the biggest step forward this year. But uh, last season scoring off at 71st in the nation rush offense, one twenty two. circle that because a couple of years ago when they were winning the mountain West championship, they were a much better run team. And I think Brent Brennan knows that's a point of emphasis heading into the 2023 season circle that pass offense a year ago was 25th total offense at 83rd for offense coordinator, Kevin McGiven. Um, Here's what you love. Uh, Shevin Cordero's back. And I would even say like the first, and I even talked to him about this. He thought the first month or two was, was a little bit grow of growing pains. He thought, yes, yeah, so there were some similarities with the offense. He, he ran at Hawaii uh, and San Jose state, but just little getting to know everybody, the rhythm of knowing, Hey, this is my wide out. This is this, this is this, you know, just, there's a rhythm that we all live by. Uh, and it, it, when you go to a new place, sometimes you got to find your rhythm. So I, I do think he really could, I mean, he was voted first team for a reason. And this is a guy that I, he's a gamer. I got a chance to talk to him uh, and I was telling him how I admire the fact he's a gamer like that. Like this is a guy that will beat you with his legs as well. And you know, so he'll take some risky shots. He'll, he'll go jump into the end zone for a touchdown or something. Whereas a lot of quarterbacks might lay down and slide. He's a gamer and I enjoy uh, that about him. So uh, he is back. Obviously that's a huge, huge relief um, love and uh, what they have at the running back spot. Now I get it. You wanted a Fonsi because of the depth. He was very good at, my, at Montana state, but he wasn't going to beat out Kyrie Robinson. Kyrie Robinson's a stud. They go out and get Conley now from Utah Tech. He's penciled to be the number two. They also have Jabari Bates. Um, and by the way, behind Cord- Cordero is Jay Butterfield, uh, also Walker Egert or Egert. Um, But you gotta love the fact the offense. By the way, bringing back nine starters um, brings back Cordero, Robinson, and then I know they lost Hamilton, but Justin Lockhart who also used to play at Nevada under Jay Norvell is a very good wide receiver. So they bring back three, three big time players. I mean, Lockhart had 767 yards a season ago. Uh, He's, he's good. He's good. So those three are back. Your tight end. Dominic Mazzotti is back. Um, You got to like that. Now they are breaking in some new wideouts that uh, we should keep an eye on here. I think Isaac Jernigan, is is one they're excited about saying with Charles Ross. Um Charles Ross is a guy I think that that they've been raving about that we we should definitely circle heading into this season especially if you're playing, you know, college football, fantasy football or DFS. Um they got a couple other guys. I know Nick Nash, the former quarterback, switched over. He's going to be a wide out. Um he might get some burn uh that you see there. Um Brandon Alvarez as well. Um, but the offensive line, let's talk about this because this is the unit that will take the biggest jump. They return all eight players who started a game in 2022. Fantastic. Yes. Their whole low lines back. And even the depth behind that three guys that have gotten starts at San Jose state. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think if you're a fan of Sparty, um, the offense, I think will be much, much better much, much better in 2023, making that projection. Uh, and I think they will be a lot better on the line of scrimmage. So let's talk about the defense though, because uh, only five starters returning on a defense, but man, they, they were good a year ago. They were very good a year ago, charting at 30 or well, 29th in scoring defense for uh, Derek Odom, the defense coordinator there, uh, 28th in rush defense, top 30 rush defense, 51st in pass defense, charting at the 32nd best defense in America. And they do take some big hits, you know, some big hits uh, as far as graduation, not in the portal. But uh, you look, and, and to me, the area we circle is the defensive line. They return zero starters on the defensive line. But I, I do think Brennan says he likes 
his defensive line. I, I think they're worried a little bit about the depth of the defensive line. So Trey Smith penciled in to be a, a, uh, a starter. He had three sacks a season ago, played in 10 games. Um, that's a guy they're counting on the other end spot. Sayone Toyoa. Uh, this is a guy that uh, got one start a season ago. He's going to have to step up the nose guard. Jay Kekavia probably butchering your name, Jay, but uh, he started four games a season ago. They're going to have to count on these guys and injuries are going to like, this is one you're hoping you stay injury free for the most part, because I, I do think the depth is something uh, we should worry about with, with uh, San Jose state, the linebacking core only returns one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two. They got uh, Byron Parham back uh, and Elijah Wood. Those two um, give, give a solid linebacking core. Remember they, they do a three, four there. Matthew Tago is, is an Oregon state transfer. They're excited about uh, also Jordan Cobbs. Other two guys penciled in to be a starter. Um, so there's that the defensive backfield, which will clearly be the strongest suit, I think on, on, on this defense. So uh, Kenyon Reed is back. This is a guy uh, who, who, who started 10 games a season ago for Sparty Trey Jenkins is back. This is a guy was very good with them last year. He's at the strong safety spot, USC transfer free safety. Chase Williams um, was play, 15 starts played four years at USC. Adding him to the mix, also Alicia Guidry coming in from UCLA, and then we talked about the Virginia Tech transfer coming in, in uh, DJ Harvey. I really feel good about the secondary, which is good because you have you know Tedford loves to throw the rock around. Think about the Mountain West, with the exception of of a couple schools. Tedford loves to throw the ball around. Your rival, right? Won the Mountain West a year ago. Uh all of a sudden San Diego state's changing their philosophy. They were a grounded pound. They bring in Ryan Lindley, who was with Mike Leach. They're going air raid in San Diego. So two heavy passing teams in California. You look uh, at UNLV. I feel like UNLV kind of uh, got a little bit of a balance, but they, they definitely lean on passing the ball too. Uh, Nevada, Ken Wilson, Mike Leach guy running the air raid, right? Three Hawaii, Timmy Chang runs the run and shoot Four passing teams. You know, uh, Jay Norvell at Colorado state likes to pass. I feel like Utah state, even though they run a little more, they're kind of a finesse team as well. Uh, really all the teams except for, and Boise was running their raid, but they're, they're, they're back to power football. So I would say the power football teams in, in the mountain West are really just air force, Wyoming and uh, Boise state. Maybe you could talk me into uh, uh, New Mexico being a little bit of that, but they're just offensively challenged. Uh, so the secondary is going to be key. Um, really though, want to circle that defensive line. Cause that's going to be the big X factor. Like I said, the kicker Holgerson or Halverson comes in from uh, Hawaii. Um, they're excited about that. Get he's penciled in to be a starter punter. Alex Weir is back. So special teams should be okay. Um, yeah, I mean, getting, getting 14 starters back. This team looks like a better team to me than a year ago. The only thing that could really, you know, the defense was really good a year ago. Maybe the defense takes a slight step back, but I expect the offense to take a big jump forward. So something to monitor there in San Jose. Uh, Look, we're going to talk every game on the schedule, right? Every single game we're going to break down, but, uh, and also Michael Barker is going to join us to talk about Spartan stadium or What's it? Seth Q stadium, whatever it is now. Um, but before we do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience, San Jose state Spartans, 2023 season preview episode is brought to you by parlay play. Yes. Uh, parlay plays a great way to get down on your favorite parlay player props. Football season is right around the corner and parlay play. will have all of your favorite props. Parlay plays in a, available in a ton of States, including California. If you're listening to this and also Texas, you know, I feel like half a of a California move to Texas. So, you know, Joe Rogan movement there. Plus our uh, good friends up North. If you're in Canada, all right. Your parlay plays available at a bunch of different provinces in Canada. So check out that. And when you sign up, make sure you use our bonus code to get started. I mean, I've already touched on this. A parlay I like is the over speaking of San Jose state, the over in the week zero matchup with uh, USC, because I think 
this offense will be able to put up some points on a shaky USC defense. So give me the over. I think it's 63 or 64. Is that over? And I also like uh, Rich Rodriguez and Jacksonville State to win their first home game week zero. It's at a pick against the UTEP Miners. Uh, so go out there and check out that. Um, parlayplay.io. Use the promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, that's parlayplay.io. Promo code SGP. All right. We are back on the college football experience. San Jose State Spartans 2023 season preview. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, you see the win total sitting at five and a half here. Shout out to Cam Kerr, our graphics guy doing good work there. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to say blindly without looking at the schedule, I think the over should cash. And I think, I think I feel pretty decent about that because I think the offense is going to be a lot better, but let's get into it. Week zero. Man, they got the now the schedule does does present some challenges to start things off. I just touched on this game. I do like the over on this game. But uh yeah, playing uh the USC Trojans who are uh top preseason top 10. Not not a fun deed to be asked uh upon your your team uh to go into the Coliseum, one of the classic stadiums in America. Uh loss 0 and 1. Am I very excited to watch that game? I am because even, even if they, even if they lose by 20, if they can put up, you know, 30, 35, 28, something like that, it's going to tell us something you're going to learn. Even in these losses, you'll learn, but Hey, I mean, I hope San Jose state makes a game. Fuck. I hope they beat them. I hope they beat them. Uh, Week two though, on a Sunday, Labor day weekend, they host the Oregon state Beavers, who I'm really high on. And I'm really uh, sad to see what's happening in Corvallis. Um, with, with all the conference realignment stuff, and maybe this is a future mountain West game, but either way, I think Jonathan Smith and uh, Oregon state are going to be a very good team this year. Now it's at San Jose state, which is a little tricky. You know, when these, when the uh, power five teams have to go to the group of five, it's always a little, a little harder. Um, but I would, I, I mean, Oregon state was a 10 win team a season ago. I'm, I'm very bullish on them this year as well. It's tricky a little bit that it's on the road, but uh, I think Owen two is a realistic, very realistic possibility for uh, the, the San Jose state Spartans here, but now comes in Cal poly on September 9th. This is interesting because uh, what Damon Hjord, former Washington Huskies quarterback, I believe uh, that's his son, five-star from uh, signed on to go to Washington. And then obviously Penix is having such a good year. He bounces to Cal poly Mustangs got a five-star quarterback. So the secondary might get tested a little bit, but I do think uh, the, the, the toughness of uh, San Jose state and, and the, the fact that uh, I think they'll have opportunities to run through the Mustang. So I got them at one and two there. And this is a big one here at the glass bowl, September 16th, taking on the Mac champs, the Toledo rockets. The good thing is you get it, but you, you go to Toledo before it gets really cold. If you're a if San Jose State fan, but uh, this is a winnable game. It's a 50-50 game. Uh, Toledo won the MAC a year ago. It wouldn't shock me if if uh, if they won it, but I think if you had to set a line, you'd probably say Toledo minus three because Toledo returns a ton. Um, they got they have a the, Toledo's always been talented. I feel like even since like 80s. I feel like the early 90s. So let's just say that's a loss, even though I think that's a winnable game for San Jose State. That would put about one and three. And then on a Friday, short week, Air Force comes into uh, San Jose, California. Now, Troy Calhoun, one of the, the best coaches in America, if you ask me. But uh, the NCAA rule changes, the ridiculous NCAA rule changes, might I add, about the, uh, the cut blocking with the option teams, has Air Force doing a lot of stuff out of the gun. And all the service academies, really. That makes them kind of a mystery team to me. They also, besides the fact they lost to Zeke Daniels and Brad Roberts and, and a couple of key defensive players, I got to take San Jose state here. I think they're in a better spot, especially in September. Now, if this game was in November, you might think a little differently. So I'll, I'll have them at two and three heading into their bye week on September 30th. And folks, remember they get two bye weeks. That's the benefit of playing that week zero game. Uh, now October 7th, they head up to Boise, Idaho to take on the Broncos. This is, this is tough. I mean, Boise, 
I wish I had this stat ready for you. When we did their preview, I want to say they've only lost like 11 times or 10 times on the Smurf turf since like 1998. Absolutely ridiculous record. We have to favor Boise there. Do I think this could be a game? Taylor green is the star quarterback of Boise state. But one of the things I don't know that I trust yet is his, is his arm. So if the defensive line can be intact for San Jose state and they can uh, force him to pass the ball, I think that's the blueprint on how to beat him. Even though the guy is clearly a, a, a talent that uh, college football should be watching. Um, I got a favor Boise got a favorite Boise, but I think this should be a game. It has me super fucking excited to watch that game. Uh, it's back to back away. They head down to a uh, university stadium in Albuquerque, you know, and New Mexico did it. Uh, it they hired Brian Vincent, Brian Vincent, the former UAB interim head coach from a year ago. And he went out and got Dylan Hopkins, you know, his former quarterback at UAB, New Mexico is going to be a little bit better offensively. Now they lose Rocky long on defense, but they're still running a Rocky long defense. Essentially. Danny Gonzalez played for Rocky long back in the nineties. So uh, I do think New Mexico could be a little bit better and maybe this game's a little cold, but I think San Jose state should get that one, which would then put them at uh, what that would put them at uh, what three and four, three and four. Remember the win total sitting at five and a half. Then they host Utah state, the Aggies Cooper Lagos, uh, new starting quarterback. He came in midway through the season a year ago. Uh, for Blake Anderson's bunch, but look, I, I think San Jose State's better than Utah State right now. Utah State got, got pretty hit in the portal. I think I do think Blake Anderson's a good coach. They beat San Jose State a year ago. I don't see it happening this year. I will call for San Jose State to get their fourth win of the season uh, right there. So four and four uh, heading into October twenty eighth. They head to uh, the island. Brent Brennan, member uh, related to uh, Colt Brennan. Uh, may he rest easy. Um, in paradise because uh, obviously got a uh, strong connection to the islands there. Timmy Chang though, I thought did great in year one. I, people say three and 10. If you don't follow the game closely, you don't realize that that team did not have a lot of, uh, of talent on that team. And throughout the year that that's a testament to a great coach. You watch the development. So I thought they got a lot better and I think uh, Hawaii is certainly capable. So it's, it's a far trip on the Island and uh, wait, where's my song here? Um, where is my song? Anyway, I, I, I do think I favor San Jose state here, especially that you have the Chevin Cordero thing, uh, his former team, he's from Hawaii. So, I mean, give me San Jose state, but watch out, watch out because But I am calling for their fifth win of the season, which once again, folks, then they get their second bye on November fourth, and then comes the final three game stretch. So they, if you, you know, they once again, you're sitting there at five wins. They have three opportunities to get to six, uh, and two of the three are home games, and the th- and the the one road game is is really not a road game because no, no one goes to those games in Vegas because they don't play at Sam Boyd for some stupid fucking reason, but. And, and that's with us saying the Toledo game is a loss. I think the Toledo game is winnable. Uh, so home to Fresno state, November 11th, this game, obviously a one score game a season ago, but Jake Hayner gone. Um, a, a lot of those skill positions. I touched, I touched on this. Evan Williams, all mountain West safety gone. It's with the Oregon ducks, Josh Kelly off to, to wazoo. Um, now Fresno is always talented. Tedford, I think is one of the best coaches in America. Um, it's going to be a game, going to be a game, but uh, I'll be honest. I think I might, I think it's like a, I think it's like a field goal game and Mikey Keene's coming in from UCF. I think I would give a slight lean to Fresno, but this is anyone's game. Uh, so let's say, let's say they lose that. Let's say they're sitting there five and five five and five, but obviously man, they can beat pretty much anyone on the schedule within the conference. So I know the Smurf turf's tough. Fresno's always tough. They're now home to San Diego state on November 18th. I'm going to say this. I I really believe they're going to get one of the two. So I got up at six wins right there. 
Um, it's possible they beat both of them. San, San Diego State. I, I'm not necessarily sold on this move to the air raid, um, and I have my concerns about their personnel on offense. So I, I favor San Diego or San Jose State to uh, to beat San Diego State. Uh, so that would put them at win six, and then they head to Allegiant Stadium. This terrible, terrible place to see a football game. The stadium sucks. The stadium has no business in college football, in my opinion. Sam Boyd's right there. It's a fantastic stadium, but this stadium UNLV burns their own home field advantage. If this was at Sam Boyd, where it could potentially be cold, also, and the fact that it's on campus, that it used to be on—I mean, Sam Boyd's on campus, so like you would have your 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 college kids there. No, at Allegiant, no one goes to these games. Um, this will win for San Jose State. I got them seven and five, and I'll be honest—I feel very good about this over. I feel like this is lockable. I think it's they're certainly capable of winning more. Wouldn't surprise you if they won against Toledo. Wouldn't surprise you if they won against Fresno. Now, maybe to play that the other way, you could say, well, maybe Air Force clips them. Maybe Utah State clips them. Regardless, I, I doubt they lose every single 50-50 game. This team's more experienced offensively. They're skill position players. I think you can argue right there with the best in the in the in the conference. Cordiero, Robinson. I mean, the ground game should be very good with them. And then uh, Lockhart, you know, I think the the wider the wideout room is pretty damn good too. So I will be on the over, and I think you might hear me drop this uh, on an episode in August. Uh, but let's take the over all day, folks. Before we get out of here, I want to tell you that, and I actually think at seven to five, you got to start worrying. If you go seven, uh, let me quickly pull that up. I I I, I want to pull that up really quick. That uh, I don't think it's a crazy shot. To uh, or a crazy idea to take San Jose State to to for the Mountain West Championship. All right, um, so get on there over there, check it out. I'm trying to pull up the odds right now, um, but it, it, they're certainly capable. Now I, I'm fascinated. I love the Mountain West. I'm fascinated to watch it. Obviously, Fresno and Boise always the odds-on favorite to start, right? And rightfully so. They're always really good. All right, but. I think this year is going to be a lot of fun in the mountain West because I think San Jose state has a championship caliber team. You can never rule out San Diego state. I just said, well, the air raid I've been wrong before. We know they're defensively talented every fucking year. Uh, I think Hawaii is going to be playing better. And I don't think Hawaii is a contender, but I think that road game gets a little trickier. Now, Timmy Chang year two, um, don't really know what to expect other than Nevada schools, but I can tell you this. I think Jay Norvell and Colorado state take a big step forward this year. And that that's going to be, they could be a sleeper. Wyoming. I was, when I interviewed uh, Craig Bowles, really, really impressed uh, or, or I was really taken back. I should say with his confidence on the fact that this is his best team at Wyoming. He thinks he can contend. You add all those things up you and, and shit, Utah state won the mountain West two years ago. Watch out. I mean, air force wins like 10 games every year. It's going to be fun at the top, but um, conference winner. Remember no more divisions in, in the mountain West, uh, the mountain West. So San Jose state sitting there at plus 1400 folks. What are you doing? Sprinkle a little bit, sprinkle a little 50, 50 bucks, hundred bucks, something like that. Let's go folks. Uh, look, I'm on the over. I feel very good about it. And I want to tell you before we get out of here that I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker. AKA college football campus tour uh, to talk about his experiences to San Jose, California to check out Spartan stadium or whatever they call it now. So here's that interview joining me on the college football experience, San Jose state Spartans, 2023 season preview episode is none other than Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour folks. You might be wondering what, what is that? Oh, well, just go over to Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it now and go and follow the account at CFB campus tour. And you will see a guy that travels to every single college football game. I mean, I'm being sarcastic, but not really because he's been to every single FBS football stadium, all 133 of them. And he's been to most of the FCS uh, D two D three. He documents all of his travels. That's the only thing he does on his accounts. Talk stadiums. It's not going to be, he's not going to be talking about the new mountain dew flavor or some shit like that. It is a must follow because he documents the history of the stadium. You know, the history, you know, the, the photo of the game showing the game he's at. And like I said, he hits like five, six, seven games a week, 
Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show to talk about uh, Seth Q Stadium. I think they call it now. I'm going to call it Spartan Stadium because it was Spartan Stadium for so long. But uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. And yeah, it was uh, Spartan Stadium for most of its life, but recently, you know, it's hard to turn down the money apparently. So now it's a uh, Seth Q Stadium. Seth Q Stadium, whatever they want to say. It's Spartan Stadium on the college football experience. All right. Uh, look, um, tell me about the history of the stadium, man. So this is the oldest stadium in the Mountain West. Um, it opened in 1933. The original capacity was 4,000. It is now at 30,000 seats. As you said, it was Spartan Stadium officially from 1933 to 2015. And over the last few years, it's gone um, through some big changes. They removed the roadside bleachers were, there was a mound and these bleachers were into the hill. They completely ripped out the bleachers. They ripped out the hill. So for about four seasons, there's been no roadside bleachers. But the last two years, there's been a a 55,000 square foot athletic center project underway, $57 million. And, you know, if you've been following the progress on Twitter, it just finished. And they have a week one opener against Oregon State. And so uh, instead of having a a dirt sideline, they're finally going to have a a big $57 million building there to kind of, you know, give the stadium a little bit more character. And obviously the improvements there are intended to uh, attract more recruits and and offer some modern amenities to San Jose state football players. Hey man. I mean, look, I mean that it looks like a, it looks cool. I like the trees I see in the background it, it, do a little Google image action. You see some fun stuff there. How many times have you been to Spartan stadium? So I live 35 miles from here. So I've been there lots of times. I've been there for three games, uh, 2017, 2019 and 2021. Um, the most notable one for me was 2017. It was the first game that I ever did kind of before I knew, knew that I was touring in the summer of 2020 or 2017, I traveled around the country and just visited stadiums and it kind of sparked my interest in attending games. And so there was a week zero opener against uh, USF at the time USF was ranked number 20, uh, 21 in the preseason polls. Uh, they ended up beating San Jose state 42 to 22 in the first year I went to 13 games and then, it, you know, the next year, 30, the next year, 50, and it just kind of ballooned from there. But this was for me notable a, because it's very close to where I live and B it was the, the, the first game officially of college football campus tour. And they have a Sunday night game, the week opening week of the season, week one, not week zero. And they have a big power five opponent, Oregon state coming in and I'm going to be going to that. So uh, four is the most that I have at any stadium. And so they'll, become tied with uh, coastal Carolina, Troy and app state for uh, four a piece. There we go. Yeah. I was thinking about going to that game. I'm, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe last second, last second call for, for, for Dundee here. But uh, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's, it's, it looks like a cool stadium. I like the trees in the background. It gives it a little personality, a little zing. Uh, so yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe someday, maybe someday I'll join you. Maybe it'll be that Sunday. Uh, appreciate you hopping on the show, Michael. And uh, I look forward to, you know, perhaps if I get up there, knowing that you live so close, I'll make sure to hit you up and say, come down to Spartan stadium. Let's watch uh Chevin Cordero and these Spartans go. Appreciate you hopping on the show, man. Yeah, if you do come, I, I need a ride from the airport. I'm flying in at 9:30 a.m. from uh, Texas, and I need a ride to the stadium. And then I'm flying out that night for a red eye. Go back to Raleigh, Durham. So, if you come, please pick me up. It will save the Uber charges, and uh, you know, lunch is on me if you do it. <laughs> so, folks, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Look, I mean, look. And if I do go, I will gladly do that. But he was saying, he. So, where are you flying in from? So Dallas Fort Worth, I'm going on Saturday to noon TCU, Colorado, 6 PM, Texas state at Baylor. Then I'm going to catch a 7:30 flight flying to San Jose, 9:30. The San Jose state, Oregon state game is at 1230. And then I'm taking a 10:45 flight red eye back to Raleigh, Durham. Cause uh, Duke is playing Clemson at 7 PM and you can't leave San Jose at 6 AM and make it to Raleigh, Durham. So I'm going to be at my hometown, but I don't even think I'm going to stop at my house. So if you uh, want to help me out and you make the trip, uh, you'll have an appreciated college football traveler to accompany you.
<laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, folks, did you hear what he just said? I, I, I feel like I don't even need to say, give him a follow. That should be that, that type of travel. Even the Rolling Stones weren't doing that shit in the sixties. All right. In their primes. I mean, unbelievable uh, folks, make sure you give them a follow at CFB campus tour. I just feel like right there. I should just, I rest my case, you know, I've, uh, Vincent Gambino style, but uh, dude, I appreciate you hopping on the show, man. And, and look, if I, if I make that pilgrimage up to uh, San Jose, I will make sure I pick you up and uh, drop you off at the airport there, man. Appreciate you hopping on the show, Michael. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And even if you don't, we're still cool. So don't worry about it. <laughs> right on man. Take care. Michael Barker. I got to get up to Spartan stadium. Look that stadium. Fantastic. I think one of the things we have to do college football fans, you know, you get this push to turn the power five into uh, you know, with Oregon state getting cut Washington state, who knows what's happening with Stanford and Cal and those schools, but you know, USC and the big 10, all this stuff, college football fans. We got to push back. We, I feel like we should make a stronger point of emphasis on watching uh, and get de- dedicating our time to the, to the group of five and FCS. Cause I think that's more aligned with the blueprint of college football that we fell in love with. And I look forward to doing that with Oregon state folks, check them out. I'm on the over. I like it a lot. I'm going to say probably, I think it's a lock. I think it's a lock. So let's go give the, uh, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. That is the college football experience aqu- uh, account. I should say uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D give me a follow there. And uh, folks uh, remember subscribe to the, uh, to the college football experience, wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, please hop on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate that only takes a minute or two out of your day. Uh, also, um, if you can uh, subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. And look, that's the hub for all of our college platforms, college basketball experience. Tim miles doing great things in San Jose, excited about the season. Every single night of the college basketball season, I'll be here talking hoops, uh, college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college baseball experience. We even got the big 12 experience. They come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, folks also get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store and go check out. We just had Phil Steele on the show. Just dropped an episode with Randy cross, former San Francisco 49er super bowl champ. Uh, go check out those episodes and look, uh, we're breaking down all 133 teams. So check out the next one. All right. This is the college football experience. San Jose state style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Team's